Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. And we want to welcome you to another Sanity Check. And let me just throw this out here before we get started. We did not coordinate uh, our our uh, shirts and colors today. This is a welcome to the fall, right? And so I just yes. felt the need to pull out the pumpkin polo. Can you dig it? So <laughs> we want to welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome. Hey, just give us some likes. Let us know where you're at. Hearts and everything. If you're on Facebook, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook to let us know that you are here. What's going on, Camille? How's everything? Everything is good. Um, if I'm honest, a little tired this morning. I had uh, some festivities last night. I retired or had my retirement ceremony. Good. And um, then it was also my sister's Yes. Yes. And then it was my sister's 40th birthday. So, oh, happy birthday. I hijacked her day. I um, threw her a birthday party. So, oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations to you and happy birthday to the sister. And good Thank morning. You. Good morning, everybody. Please share, 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 share this. All right. Yes. Today we're talking about some good stuff. So, if you joined us last week, we had a nice time talking about friends. Right. Hey, hey, how you doing over there? Shout out, Georgia. All right. All right. You know, so we talked about friends, you know, and the good friends. Right. And then the not so good friends. But today we're going to talk about the toxic friendship and what it can actually do to you. All right. Instead of for you. Keep that in mind. That's it's two different things. What you got, Camille? Absolutely. Uh, we always talk about friendships a lot. Well, I won't say always. A lot of times in a positive note, um, but we don't talk about the actual effects that toxic friendships or negative uh, friendships have on you physically and mentally and um, how it can really disrupt your life a little bit. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And so how do you feel about that? So like it's it, what I feel is, though. Certain individuals you don't need, obviously, in your life, but, 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 y'all follow me here. There are some individuals you do need, and the reason why I say that is because you can use them as a barometer to make sure you are not going crazy. You get what I'm saying? Because certain friends don't change. So, you know, it's almost like you know when you're doing something good because, This, you know, corny friend that you got always says something negative, like, okay, good. All right, I'm on point because if I wasn't good, they wouldn't have nothing to say. You get what I'm saying? But it takes energy if you're not used to that and if you don't know how to maneuver around that and utilize that emotional intelligence. What do you think about that? I mean, I think you spot on. There are some people that you do need to be have around, you know, and like you said, it does give you a barometer. It gives you a barometer of your growth as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and there are some people that are good for, like we talked about last week, we put them in the wrong category. So they might not be a good friend, but they might be a good connector. Mm-hmm. You know, They might have connections that you need um, to get 
further in your career or do something that you're trying to do. So you have to put them in a proper place, you know, in terms of, of friends. But yes, you know, where am I now? This person, are they changing, growing? Nope. Am I just, you know, where am I at now based on that? And you're not using them, you know, you're not using them to be that barometer, but they happen to be in your life. And, um, we always gauge where we are not in a comparison mode, but just according to the people that we're around, how much we're growing or staying still. So mm-hmm. yes, I, I agree. Yep. So, so there are some people too that I've had, you know, in my life that uh, I use as a gauge, as a barometer. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> that I also had to go back and evaluate, you know, why they were my friends. And I keep saying that, but why they were my friends because those are the ones that kept doing things like, you know, comparing every accomplishment or putting me down, you know, for this, or it's not that big a deal, or you're not going to be doing this. Oh, that's just the fly by night, you know, idea. And I'm thinking I'm going crazy, you know? (laughs) And so I had to go back and reevaluate like, okay, is this really that I, not that I ain't all that, but like, am I really doing that bad or are they just hating? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Are you just, being a hater just because so i don't know if you got friends like that seth but you know let me see i don't want to call them haters i think at this uh at this age i i i got to the point where i'm not putting out that type of energy can you dig it so what i call them what i call them are individuals that have their love uh misdirected See, so they're still loving me, but they're not loving me in the best way that they can. So they don't necessarily hate. They just don't know how to express their love for me. You see, I like that. See, so I, but, I like but, but watch this. I got to psych myself out first because <laughs> years ago that would have been the bona fide. Listen, when I first started with my clothing line, the first shirt that I created says, "I love my haters." You see, because you have to flip it, ladies and gentlemen, and family, you have to flip it to say, hey, you got to love that person because sometimes those haters keep you relevant. They do. Believe it or not. Right. But you have to realize that those friends, uh, you can't take everything personal. Mm -hmm. And if you do, that's when it becomes toxic, meaning I'm am, I am adopting or absorbing someone else's energy. Now watch this. You absorbing someone's energy that your body is not used to, your body's going to react a certain way. See, you might just get the heebie-jeebies and it's not yours. So you picking up somebody else's uh I guess, emotional Corona, if that makes sense. Do you see? Because, yeah, I did it. So the thing is, you have to watch out say, okay, this person has this type of vibe, this type of energy. If I attach myself to that, then I will succumb to it as well. And then, of course, we talk about before, it's contagious. Now you're passing this negative juju to somebody else. You got to watch yourself. Now you got friends like that or you had something like that. I had some, um, if I do have some that, you know, are 
like you say, you know, you used to say haters or whatever. Um, I don't really know them much. The ones that I have now are very, very supportive. I know that there are people that over the years have like talked about me, tried to sabotage me, have drug my name through the mud for what, you know, <laughs> ain't done nothing, no truth in what they were saying. Um, but they did keep me relevant. So good or bad, you know, my name was in somebody's, you, you ever heard that, um, that saying that says, you know, people always say, you know, I pray your, your name will be spoken in rooms you haven't entered, you know? And, um, so I always be like, you know, I hope it's a good thing. So when people are like, oh, I heard about you, I'm like, was it good or bad? <laughs> you know, you know I, I, I used to do that. I used to do that. But, but you know what I'm saying? Good or bad people talk. And then when, even when they say something bad, you know, good people always be like, let me go check out this person because that can't be true. Or, you know what I mean? And so they start doing research and then sometimes they'll come back and this has happened to me several times where they're like, you know what? I heard something about you and it's totally not who you are. Hey, see? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what you heard, but you what you see is what you get with me. This is who I am. There's no, you know, in between, no flip-flopping or whatever. This is who I am. And they'll be like, mm. See? I've had that. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that I had that in my military career to the point where there was things that I did not, in my mind, Mm -hmm. receive based off of someone's perception of me. But the thing is, they passed that information to someone that was a decision maker. Okay, without Mm -hmm. seeing me for who I was, they took someone's you know, whatever it was that they said as gospel. And then later on, watch this, later on when it doesn't matter no more, he said, you know what? I heard something about you and now I see that it was not true. I had to find a way and family, we have to find a way to not to let that hold us back because what people think about you is not your problem. If you understand what I'm saying, think about how much energy you're going to try to spin to show someone who you're not. How about just take that time and energy just being who you are because the right people that need to see you is going to happen. And then we have to realize what we are doing. Are we doing things for other individuals' validation? Mm. Now that's a good segue. So how about this, Camille? Have you ever been in a situation where you had to, where you felt as though you had to shift who you were for a specific audience? Not necessarily occupational wise, but in friends, for for friends or different friends that's being added into the circle. I did. Um, And it was before I really, really knew who I was and that I didn't have to shift um, to fit in. Because if I just didn't fit in, it's probably not the circle for me. Um, so I, I used to be like that um, years ago. And so I would, you know, try to, well, I'm, I'm kind of an observer too. You know, when I'm a new friend or there's another one, I kind of sit back and try to feel the, the, the energy, the vibes, you know, kind of see how we fit in, if we mesh, what the conversation is like. Um, you know, even the verbiage used in conversations can tell you a lot about a person. And so um, I would kind of sit back and, and watch and say, I'm am I feeling this person or not? And then there was times where it was a group of friends and I seemed to be um, kind of the odd man out, if you would. Mm -hmm. And so I found myself trying to um, change who I was in that circle to fit in, but it's exhausting. 
Yeah. I didn't like who I was when I was, you know, over there turning up, doing whatever, whatever. And I was like, you know what? This takes a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of energy to be who you're not, Mm -hmm. you know, or to even if it's in in a short day, a night. You putting all that energy into to trying to impress or do all these things. By the time you get home, you like, God, like yeah, exhausted. Absolutely. To put on, you know, this facade about who I am, and so I just decided that that was too much work for me. And like you said, I just decided to invest that energy into being who I am. And the people who are attracted to who I am, they'll come around. That's right. You know? So yeah. I just, I, but yes, I have done that. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? How about you? Yeah, you know, and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And you, you have to understand who you are first. I had to come to terms and realize some people are searching for their own personalities, believe it or not, right? It happens all the time. But before we go too deep into it, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say good morning. Good morning, no matter where you are right now. Good morning. We love you. We love you all, no matter where you are right now. This is the Sanity Check. We're talking about toxic friends and how to love them from a distance. Can you dig it? You have to, right? Everybody got a role. Everybody has a role to play. Everyone, what's going on, James? Everyone has a role to play. And for you ladies out there, you might have those turn up friends, okay? And they know how to twerk. You may not know how to twerk. Don't break your back doing something that your body ain't set up to do. Can you feel what I'm saying? Just to, just, just, you feel me? Just for that circle. Sit back, do your two step, and go on with your game. Because you are going to hurt yourself. And then, then you go home, like Camille was saying, now you're exhausted. Why? Because your body ain't twerkable. You see, look, look what you're doing. Okay. And us brothers, we do the same thing. Like we try to, you know, try to put off a facade like we, you know, thugging and bugging. No, you're not. You went to private school. Shut up. Okay. Listen, look, this, this isn't your circle. Right. So keep your energy, keep your energy, be who you are. All right. Be who you are and be okay with that. And there are sometimes just like our palates. change as we grow your friends change your friends change pink what's going on brother miss janae good morning good morning good morning good morning so yes it's very very crucial for you to know who you are around and how to be comfortable in your skin and if this is making sense to everybody please share this share 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 give your hearts we appreciate it we do appreciate it so Camille what else you think about those toxic friends and how to love them from a distance though well I mean I think one time one thing you have to do is really recognize when you do have toxic friends Mm -hmm. you know what that looks like to you or how that feels to you because sometimes we can't see it because we're in environments where um that might be the norm you know but you can feel that something is not right Mm -hmm. and like i said before those those friends that kind of i had a friend one time that everything everything i did like she would put me down for like it was just the worst thing in the world and i'm like I mean, I just told you I had accomplishment. It was like, oh, well, that's it. Like, you know, all these different things. And I just was like, I can't um, understand why everything that's good for me is bad for you. You know, and then it was a constant comparison of, you know, well, oh, that's all that is. Well, I did this. I did this. And I was like, 
something ain't right with this relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't care how long we've been friends. Last week, we talked about different types of friends, and I don't think we touched on the one that's called a rest friend. Mm. Right? The rest friends are those that have been in your life, you know, since you were kids or whatever, and they just been there. You don't see any growth. You know, nothing else is happening, but you just hang on to them for so long just because they've been there for so long. But sometimes those rest friends can be real rusty. Mm-hmm. And when they see you moving up and they're not doing anything, they're still in the same environment. They never left home. They still work in odd end jobs. It causes a sense of jealousy in them, which then in turn causes them to lash out at you. And then your accomplishments are um, a trigger for them because they're not going anywhere. And so they continue to try to tear you down. They can try to, you know, beat your spirit down and all this and have you questioning yourself. So with all that being said, um, you know, I really had to, um, people are just calling my phone. I apologize, you guys. Uh um, (laughs) Yes, trauma bonding. But for those types of people, I had to say, okay, how am I feeling? You know what I mean? And is this conducive? Am I happy anymore? You know, when you start getting off the phone with people and questioning, you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something about that conversation just it, it ain't going nowhere. It's the same thing every time. Yes. And so then I started having to reevaluate those friendships and properly classifying them and putting people where they need to be so that, you know, I I can I can recognize toxicity now in a way that I never did before because I wasn't paying attention to yes. it. Yes. Yes. You know what? That makes so much sense. And there's times when not only do we have to evaluate those individuals that's in our circle, we have to evaluate ourselves to say, hold on, have I outgrown this fool? Absolutely. I mean, seriously, we have to do that because sometimes you become a rust to them because what let's say for example and it, let's just but yeah, let's just keep it 100 we're not the best friends to everybody no matter who you are hey listen we love you but you ain't perfect and you probably getting on somebody nerve right now hey right right now you dig it so the thing is the thing is is to analyze and say okay maybe i'm expecting too much from this person and they're not ready to evolve from my point of view right listen ladies and gentlemen hopefully y'all can dig what i'm putting down just because you have been enlightened and you have figuratively speaking woken up not everybody wakes up to the same alarm clock do you understand what i'm saying Some folks are still rolling over, hitting the snooze button. Okay, so you can't get you may be trying to force people to see what you see. But what you see is for you to see. Essentially, what are you going to do with the information you have? We do not want our friends to suffer. Obviously, we don't want our friends to, you know, to be in a constant turmoil. Okay, but we have to understand when our friends don't want the same thing for themselves okay that's what i'm talking about ladies and gentlemen hopefully y'all can uh feel what we're trying to say today and welcome welcome good morning good morning please 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 share this please share this because we are dealing with a crazy crazy type of uh friendship and and you know what a crazy year you got to know who you're dealing with okay and look you might be the cuckoo that everybody else is talking about yeah. Hey, hey, what'd you say last week? It's, you may be somebody else's friend 
Or you might be in somebody else's circle, but you're not in their yeah. circle. Yep. Elaborate on that a little bit for those that's just tuning in. Welcome to the Sanity Check, ladies and gentlemen. So Camille's about to drop some jewels on you real quick. And, and hopefully you can, you know, pick these up. Go ahead. So I was just talking about last week. A lot of times get people get upset. You know, you have a best friend or something like that. And then you find out that they have another best friend. Y'all never had that conversation that are we best friends, you know, mutually or, you know, <laughs> just us two or do you have other ones? And so we find ourselves oftentimes we'll be talking about somebody say, oh, yeah, this is my best friend. You'll be hanging out with them. And next thing you know, they introduce you to their best friend. And they like, oh, and it's a reality. But hurt. Don't get butt hurt. <laughs> your feelings <Right>. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reality check that sometimes people are your best friends, but you're not their best friends. You know what I mean? And so we have to make sure that we were talking about communication. You know, if that relationship is that important to you, um, just like any other relationship, you might have to talk about the boundaries or talk about um, where you are in each other's lives. I was telling him that I have best friends, best friends, bestesses, besties, you know, but we're all, we're all friends. Everybody knows their place in my life. You know, I don't have to just have one. We have, and I, I saw my mom put on there that she wanted me to run through the, um, the types of friends again. I'll do it real quick, but we kind of, you know, I, I put everybody together and I'm the common bond, but now they've been, began to forge relationships because my friend group, you know, we're doing things and we have kind of like minds and we're moving in the same direction. So it's very, very easy for, I won't say very easy, but it was easier for us to come together, you know, and we had those conversations and they know. So when you look on my timeline, you'll see best friend, F-R-A-N, friend, bestest, bestie. You'll see it all on there. Lord, have mercy. Listen, look, fellas. <laughs> hey, no, look, I, I, we don't necessarily do that. Look, you my boy or you're not. Look, you my brother or you're, you're not. You, you see what I'm saying? And personally, I don't think we flip-flop too much. Seth, I have seen some men be real, real hurt about where they thought they were in their friends' lives. Like Herm, I'm, I'm going to pick on Herm for a minute. I'm your only friend. <laughs> Herm don't want to hear about nobody else being your friend. He your only friend all the time. <laughs> And he let everybody on here know, no, I'm your only friend. I think he started that off this morning. Right. I'm your only friend. <laughs> but, yeah. but I've seen men the same way. You know, they may not be expressive in the way that they put it, like, on my timeline and stuff. And we just say that because mm -hmm. we know, we understand that about each other. But I've seen guys really get hurt about, oh, I thought that was my boy. I thought we was best friends. And now he got this other dude that he over there hanging out with all the time. Like, I ain't nothing. And I'm like, ah. And that's that. You're my best friend. I may not be your best friend type situation. That ain't happened in real um, life. No, it didn't. Hey, Danny. That does happen. That don't happen. No, it don't. Miss Danny. Listen, she said she spent a year. No, it ain't. Look, look, look. She said she spent a year in solitude and realized a lot of folks who consider me a friend, I didn't feel the same way about them. Absolutely. And I had to re reevaluate that. Yes, yes, you're absolutely yeah. right. And, and, and I'm sure it does happen, you know, but we have to get to the point where we understand our role mm -hmm. and we also understand other individuals roles you know what i'm saying you can't put a square peg in a round hole don't do that why would you want to do that and understand that what's most important is the relationship mm -hmm. 
You see what I'm saying? You want people to be the best version of themselves, not the best version of a little you. And that's another transition. Ladies and gentlemen, watch this. Before we go into it, I just want to make sure y'all know that is the sanity check. What you sipping on, Miss Camille? Coffee or tea? This is tea this morning. That's all right. <laughs> hey, listen, y'all. Y'all get y'all tea. You get your coffee. I got something in my cup, too. Don't worry about it. Mind your business. But it's keeping me good and juicy, if you feel me. But make sure you get to uh, the streamyard.com forward slash Facebook so your comments can be posted. All right. And this morning, we're talking about toxic friends toxic friends and the the next topic within that is the mini me's do you have mini me's all right and what i mean by that what i mean by that is you may have individuals that seem to do what you do after you do it uh-huh. And there's times when you may take offense to that. However, I had to grow to learn that that's nothing to take offense of. That's uh-huh. a person that see you in a high regard. Yes. Okay. They see you as a high regard. And there's a saying that says uh, a copy, if you will, is the one of the best forms of uh, flattery. Right. But you have to understand that. It's you, you, you can't take that personal because like we said earlier, some individuals are still searching for themselves and they may not necessarily want to do what you're doing, but they may be attracted to the response that you receive from doing what you're doing. You get what I'm saying? So they want that. So they want to do what you're doing essentially to receive that feeling. What you think about that, Camille? I mean, that's a, you hit it on the head. A lot of mini me's um, are that way because they see the response that you get, but they don't want to go through what it takes to get where you got. Mm-hmm. in order to get that response, mm-hmm. you know? And it is a form of flattery to an extent. But when they try to um, be you or start doing that whole comparison, or I'm trying to take over or I'm trying to do it better than, and it, they will say that, you know what I mean? And nobody can do it. I can do it better, you know? Then it, then it becomes a little toxic mm-hmm. and a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. So there is a fine line when people try to emulate you, um, when people are fascinated by what you do, but when they start trying to be you, instead of being them and learning the skills and the trade and adopting that and doing it in the way that they're supposed to be doing it, you know, or what's comfortable for them, then it can become dangerous. Yeah, because that person, yeah, that person that tried to bring down the whole ship because they're not the captain. Absolutely. And you see it a lot. Mm-hmm. You see it a lot. So you have to really, really be like, okay, you know, and then those are the same people. Like you said, it'll bring down Bobby, you know, drilling holes in the back, mm-hmm. wondering why. And then looking around like, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that'll be saying stuff. Oh, well, she can't do this. She ain't doing this. Well, I could do this. And want to I would have, if I work. was doing it, I would have did, I would have did. did this, but you're not doing it, you see? know, instead of that, or take what you learn and do it yourself in the way that you're supposed to, but don't be, and then the ones that you know, they mess up with so-and-so taught me how to, oh no, oh no, don't be, <laughs> don't be trying to throw me under the bus like that because you couldn't be me. I didn't ask you to be me, be you. So, you know? <laughs> so, so, so let's talk about it a little bit. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about those friends that are mini-me's, right? The individuals that want to emulate. Have you ever, in talking to you, Camille, and also the family that's watching right now, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever been in a situation where you were doing something with a friend, air quotes, and then all of a sudden they saw little bits and pieces of what you were doing and then they tried to flip the script and then change the narrative as though they were the ones that did it, okay? Or even the brainchild. Hey, watch this. This is an old military term. Like, they spearheaded. You get what I'm saying? Something that, right, and watch, hey, and didn't know what, when, and how to do one of these numbers. But now, all of a sudden, they're the subject matter expert. What do you think about that, Camille? You already know that has been the story of my life. You walk in and, you know, they they take that idea and run with it. And it happens to this day to me. And I'm OK. You know, I, I say there's two things. You know, I used to be like, oh, man, you know, how are you just going to take my idea and run with it? There's a couple things that I learned. One was that um, sometimes when other people are not given the vision, it never turns out right. When they try to steal the idea, but they don't have the passion behind it, the feeling behind it, they don't know the little intricacies or who the connectors are or who to talk to, it falls on its face oh, and yeah. it rarely succeeds mm -hmm. in that type of thing. The other thing I've learned is there are some people out there who will steal your ideas, do the same thing, but they're a little bit better at it. Mm -hmm. They have connections. They're mm -hmm. able to um, make the programs or whatever it is work you know, for their benefit. Um, it may hurt you a little bit that this was mine. We had this conversation. I tried to do X, Y, and Z, um, and you stole it. But I had to, to mature my thought a little bit that I said, you know what? But if it's for the greater good, then that's okay. I'm going to allow you to work on that so that I can work on something else. The intent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The, yes. Mm -hmm. So if it's going to help you know, all of these people, and it's a great program. There was a great, um, you know, a lot of things that are going on that are positive. I'm not going to hate on it. I might not be a part of it, no, but I ain't going to hate on it. You know what I mean? And I'm that's the deal. Your mm -hmm. I'm thing and I'm going to support it if it's a good thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm going to support it and, and push it or do whatever. But then I had to think, you know what? Did I really have time to do that? Anyway. That's what I'm that's where I'm going with that yeah. because sometimes mm -hmm. individuals will take your brainchild and manifest it to something that you could not have done yeah. or yes. had the energy to do. But Absolutely. we have to get out of our feelings. Watch this. For example, mm -hmm. right? Miss Walker, she says, imitation is the biggest form of flattery. I'm, uh, she says, I'm out with helping people gen or what generate ideas sometimes. So, no, but I mean, so real talk, like, look, we're human, okay? We're human. And so we get, right, I get your point. You have to support some folks. We're human. Sometimes we feel a way about something. It's okay. It's okay. Yes. But yes. don't drill holes in it. This is what I'm talking about. Listen, mm -hmm. if someone is doing what you talked about doing years ago and now they're doing it how about you shut your mouth and don't go to the mama and say look you 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 know your your son stole that from me right or don't go to the individuals that are now gravitating to whatever set pro, uh, project and just start sp hey, sprinkling a little bit of that uh that uh hate seasoning on it just just a little right. bit of salt on it. like well you know last year I was going to do that and this is how it was going to be. Shut your mouth. You're hating now. You yeah. feel me? Not, but but you're hating because you're hurt. 
Mm-hmm. Right? You hate yeah. it because you're hurt. What you think about that? Well, I was going to back. So everybody has to have a trust friend. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about it before. Must friends, trust friends, um, rest friends, and just friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to have a trust friend because when people do that, it does hurt. You know, and some people will continue to steal your ideas, continue to do stuff. If you never say anything, you know, you're bottling out and they'll continue to get away with doing whatever. I'm not saying it's for the other person to go tell, but that's why they're your trust friend. That's the one that you can uh, trust to hold your secrets that, you know, when I'm hurting and you know, I'm not trying to sabotage or I'm not trying to be, you know, classified as a hater. But I, this is how I'm feeling about it right now. Right. This is what really went on in the background. You have to have those trust friends that they're not going to turn around and tell everybody else you know and then it, it creates a wedge or it um really kind of diminishes the program or the 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 project or whatever it is that's going on so you have to have those trust friends that you can't express your you know disdain or your hurt or your whatever yes and that's totally fine mm-hmm. you know but what you don't want to do is become that gossiper which is one of those toxic friends that now you're telling everybody uh-uh don't support that because that was mine and woo 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 and truth be told is it's already out there it's going and you really don't want to put in the effort anyway you know what i mean so you're not replacing it with anything you're just gossiping and saying all this bad stuff to prevent them from doing whatever it is that they're going to be doing let them have it let them have it one idea he'll give you another one and, you, and one that's gonna be for you. And it's gonna so. be for you. You're absolutely right. And you if you think about it, ladies and gentlemen, if you think about it, yes, yes, trust friends is so important. If you think about it, that's how individuals receive misinformation about you in the beginning. So, like we talked about earlier, you ever had someone that come up to you and say, you know what, so and so said this about you, and I found out now that it's not true. The reason why that person said something, see, they was they had a hater bug infesting <laughs> their body. You dig? So the goal is to stay authentic because what's going to happen is the individuals are going to see you in your natural state. And I don't really like the term or the statement perception is reality because it's not true. Perception is reality to an individual that accepts it okay if Uh you take someone's word for gospel and that's all you see you're putting up your own confirmation bias you understand Uh your own blind spot so that means you don't want to see the full picture you're stopping right here because someone placed that barrier up there to say hey don't trust this person meaning you won't see behind what this person says so once time continues or that person isn't in the picture anymore now you can see that individual like oh yo this dude is cool oh wait a minute this whole time me and this dude like music wait me this whole time me and him like pork and beans and hot dogs with sugar what oh and and look that's a fact yes i do but still when you got individuals that put up those negative walls and negative barriers you have to be able to see through that for yourself. What you think about that, Camille? That's that's very, very true. And I say that I always, I'm just going to talk about the work situation because it yes. happens more at work. Mm-hmm. But how, especially in the military, they will send all your records, supervisors to be calling ahead of time and be like, this person wasn't this and this and that, and this person wasn't this and this and that. Well, when I got to, to know those people and they came in, I'm like, this person isn't that way. You know, I'm looking at them differently. What I found out is sometimes 
you can be toxic to a person, which causes them to act out and behave a different way. But when they're under the leadership of someone else or they're around other people, their behavior changes. Mm -hmm. It aligns with whatever culture or environment or whatever that is set in that particular place. So where yours was toxic and damaging, they can be moved to another place and flourish because it's an environment of healing, an environment of love, of acceptance, of, you know, showing you that you are valued and they will just completely turn around. So I used to ask people, don't, don't, I don't want you to let me find out for myself. And when people will call and ask me about people, and I'm like, nope, I'm not going to tell you anything. I want you to find out who they are by themselves. You have records that you can look at, EPRs and things like that. You make your own decision, but allow them to show you who yes. they are. Because it could be a conflict of supervisors, conflict of something, or there could have been a, a certain uh, point in their life where some things happened. Mm-hmm. You know, that caused them to fall off the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. But now they're trying to give them the opportunity to redeem themselves. Yes, yes. And I don't want to be the poison that continues to pull and, them and, down. And we do that. You know, sometimes we do that subconsciously. And mm-hmm. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have to take a moment for our sponsors right now and make sure you stick around. We won't take long and we will be right back for you and make sure that the sanity check is still checking in if you can dig it. All right, be right back. Women of every culture, age, income level, and race can develop perinatal mood and anxiety disorders. Symptoms can appear at any time during pregnancy and within the first 12 months after childbirth. It is often one of the most challenging times for new moms, especially if it's the first baby. Strangely, we are given all the tools and resources to take care of our babies, but very little to nothing at all to better prepare us for postpartum. Where is the book, What to Expect Postpartum? Cater to Mom is filling this need by raising awareness of perinatal mental health. They provide monthly postpartum boxes curated to support moms postpartum and beyond. But most importantly, they are ensuring postpartum resources are included in their boxes so mom is better prepared for her postpartum journey. They also have catered to dad and love always gift boxes for those who have suffered miscarriage or stillbirth. Please visit www.catertomom.com for more information. Cater to mom, catering to the needs of moms postpartum and beyond. Right, all right. Welcome back to the Sanity Check. Welcome, welcome. And we're talking about toxic friends and how we can love them from a distance, okay? How we can love them from a distance. And we were just talking about creating, creating that space, right? And that environment. And sometimes we are the corporates, meaning when someone is comes new or put it like this and and i know camille was talking about this earlier talking about working this is the most common if you will you know someone you've worked with them for years you know they out of line you get what i'm saying they wake up every morning out of line they treat you a specific way now you have a new person that comes in everything in us want to say, wait a minute, look, I need to tell you about this fool, okay? I need to let you know this person here has got a, a, a few uh, screws loose, right? A couple of fries short of a Happy Meal, if you can dig it. The deal is, that might be how they respond to you. So you want to give that new individual the time to get their own 
perception of that person. And listen, your feelings just might be valid. And then watch this. Let them come around to you a couple of weeks or a month later. Say, you know what? Did you know this dude was crazy? Now, you don't want to say, yep, I was just waiting for you to oh. see. You want to do that. Now, your mind, you want to say, hell yeah, everybody know. You just, you know, late to the party. But you don't want to say that. Say, you know, hey, well, this is how I deal with him or her. If you understand what I'm saying, this is how, you know, we can still move the project in a positive direction, if you will. You don't want to just say, I knew it. It was only a matter of time. I was just waiting because now that person can look at you and say, hold on, you going to let me go through this shit? You know what I mean? You let me deal with this fool and you knew the whole time? Don't do that. Now, what you think about that, Camille? I mean, it's true. But there are some people that are just toxic people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter who it is. They're going to be the same way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you can watch them and observe and you see that they the common denominator is them in every relationship, friendship that they have. Then somebody new coming in, you might want to warn them a little bit. Now I won't say. Now, how, now, how, how do you, how do you warn them? Come I mean, here. I, I tell people too, I'm just like, you know, take time. Cause there are some people that I know that have been like that. I'm like, before you divulge any personal information, anything that's very important to you, you might want to just observe first. You know what I mean? Don't just go full in and letting everybody know everything, and especially this particular person. You know what I mean? Build a relationship first and see if that's what you want to do. Because they might turn around and use that against you. And I would say in my, you know, I've been here for so long, and I've seen it happen over and over again. And there are some people that are good people. They're so good-hearted that they just want to give everybody a chance, but they're so um, open and, and very green and very, um, what's the word, um, Naive. Naive. They yeah. just tell, you know, and it's like, you might not want to do that. Oh, you know, yeah. hold, hold some of that to yourself until mm -hmm. you get a chance to know this person. Because people will come in 100% open and they get their feelings hurt and then they become the toxic person mm -hmm. because somebody has hurt them. Mm -hmm. Somebody has used their information against them, which is another telltale sign of a toxic friend. Mm. They take your secrets and they use them as a weapon against you. Yeah. And then they turn everyone else around you against you because you've shared something with them that now they've shared with everybody else and everybody's looking at you sideways. And sometimes you walk into a room and you be like, did I miss something? Right. You, know? you, you walk in here having a whole conversation about me and I didn't Right. Know. And, and you walk into the room and you the butt end of the joke and didn't even, joke, yeah, you, you know? didn't get it. So yeah. You have to, there are some people that you do, uh, want to look out for um and so you want to you don't have to give them all the nasty details where well, they say it's all about something like, yeah but you can just warn them and say hey you know if there's anything that's very important to you you might want to hold that or you might want to be very careful who you divulge your information to you yes. know make sure they're a trusted friend before you just go sharing everything without yes. tearing the person down we're putting people on notice that there might be some people in here or in the friend group that can't hold water. And yes, and that's absolutely right. And and that's the deal. Right. And and of course, we're talking about new people to the situation. But if there's individuals that are that, that you've known and that's coming into the circle, if you already have a trusted relationship and you know how they operate. Right. You say, hey, look, uh, you might want to chill with this person on this topic. Okay. Yeah. You might want to, right. Obviously. Yes. But you mm -hmm. also want to give an individual enough time to mm -hmm. make their own 
judgment as well. You see what I'm saying? Because what we can do is we can plant seeds in individuals' minds and then they will subconsciously start to look for those negative things. You get what I'm saying? So we have to be cognizant of the things that we say. We have to. We have to be cognizant. So, ladies and gentlemen, what do you guys think about this? What do you think about toxic friends and how to love them from a distance? Because it's it's all about love. However, you have to love yourself enough to know who you can stomach. Yes. Because it's some people that would drive you up a damn wall. Still. <laughs> listen, it's... It, Everybody, look, we all know this year has been so far out of line. We, we, we can't make it up, okay? We, we Everything that's happened thus far is out of a sci-fi movie. You dig what I'm saying? This is crazy as hell. However, we, 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 we have to hold ourselves accountable when it comes down to the energy that we let out and that we let in. And sometimes... Those, those sometimes it's the individuals that's the closest to you that's jacking you up and you don't even know it. You am I right? What you Very think, true. Camille? Very true. And I've I've experienced that. And it was some of the, you know, we talk about these friends, and I'm gonna go back because um there were some people that I had that I thought were just friends, friends that I had a certain thing in common with, we would see each other, whatever, that actually ended up being trust friends. Mm-hmm. And they warned me about my must friends, the ones that I thought I must have in my life that I thought were bringing value. And they said, uh-uh, let me tell you what's going on. And I'm like, are you serious? And so I have those people that have shifted because they are the ones that put me on notice on warning about what was going on in the background that I was completely unaware of. And so I was like, ooh, you know, and so every now and then I have to go back and I have to 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 reevaluate and make sure that everybody is on the up and up because you just don't know sometimes what happens to trigger somebody will get jealous or somebody will get mad about something or whatever the case may be that will shift that you know, that thing. But I just really think it's really important. I said with this, this particular year, um, there was a friend that I had that I I thought about that. I was like, man, it was always talking about loyalty, 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 loyalty. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is a person, but I found that they just demanded or desired loyalty for them, but didn't do the same for Mm. others. And I was like, Oh, and so every time something was made, this person would bail out. Mm-hmm. This person would stand me up. This person wouldn't, you know, come through, wouldn't show up. And I'm like, well, how dare you tell me that we can't be friends if you, I ain't loyal, but here you are and you ain't doing nothing that you're demanding of anyone else. And then finally I said, you know what, this is what I, I require. And this is what you are not mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, um, and then tried to come back again. And I said, I already told you, this is what I require. And this is what you are not to me. Mm-hmm. This like, well, let me, let me, let, you know, let me make it up. Let me make it. I was just, uh, 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 no, See? I'm not going to give you three times to burn me. I already told you, I gave you, this is what happened over and over. And so I had to say no. And I just was like, no. So every now and then I get a, a text or something like that. Hey, can we, you already know. I don't even know why you texted me because you already know. And I, I do it, you know, with a smile on my face or a little smiley on the text or whatever, but the answer is still no. So th- that's a good one. No, no, that's a good one. And ladies and gentlemen, give us a hashtag. 
Give us a hashtag. How many times do it take? Give us a hashtag. Hashtag one time, two times, or or, or three times. Give us a hashtag. Let us know. Because sometimes we need to make sure that we're not tripping. Like, hold on. Did this happen? Look at the whole situation. So for me, it's hashtag two times. Hashtag two times. Why? Because, right? Because I need to make sure I would talk to my trust friends and say, hey, am I tripping? Right? Because such and such and such a happen. Sometimes it'll be school. You're tripping out, man. You know how you are. Blah, blah, blah. But sometimes it's like, no, no, no. You on point. They tripping. So we need to now. Now look at that. Look, we got well hashtag one time. Now see, look, look. That that's like you do me one wrong one time. That's a trip. Okay, three times. There we go. Oh, okay, so now it's three. Okay, oh twenty. Oh, you see that? Look, hey, watch this. Twenty twenty is one. Okay. Then, then you got to have a little bit of grace because sometimes people do have a bad day. No, so you know what? Listen, look, hey, hey, to Danny, she's tired of those bad years. You dig? So, hey, 2020, you know, I love that. I love that. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Porter. Look, yes. first time he made, you're right. And it's on purpose. Second time. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So, so we have to, we have to uh, think about that. Shout out to you, brother. You, we, yes, yes, yes. Shout out to y'all. But listen, we, we have to make sure we don't keep putting ourselves in those perpetual situations with a perpetual line stepper, a habitual line stepper. Listen, how many times you go keep laying down, let this person kick you in the face. You get me? After no, it, no, but seriously, uh, you still there. You have to set that boundaries. But look, let me go back to you, though. Give me one second. Someone okay. said something earlier. She says, I believe in distance. Gloria, she says, I believe in distance, but I'm told that's wrong. I would look at the individual that said it's wrong because who's going to set that distance and that boundary for you but you? You get what I'm saying? So it's 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 imperative that we set ourselves up for good love, ladies and gentlemen. So that's what we're talking about, toxic friendships. It's not good. It, a real friendship shouldn't be forced. You shouldn't have to change what you do just to get someone to approve of you. But what were you going to say, Camille? Well, let me say this first, and then I'll go back. Okay, let me say it first. Um, <laughs> when you were saying that, you know, one, two, or whatever, the Tootsie Roll pop, the owl. Yeah. One, one two, two a three. Crack. A two. <laughs> How long you want to, when you, when you go crack, see? You waiting to crack? Yes. <laughs> It don't take that long no more. I know that many of the people on here are probably a little bit older, maybe in their 30s, 40s at least. So I'm I'm sure that when we're in our our teens and 20s, we had a lot of, you know, gave people a lot of grace. But over the years, it's like, like Dandy said, 2017 was, you know, three, 2020 is is one now. Come on now. Come on. You you just get tired of doing the same thing. But to the other point I was saying, you know, creating boundaries. But you also have to understand that you have friends that will tell you the truth even when it hurts. Yes. And so you can't get mad at them for telling you the truth. And usually it's something that you already know is true, but you don't want to accept it. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to be honest about yourself in the situation. You don't want to be like, you know, like me, me and my my friend King, I'm just going to tell you, you know, like you ain't going to be right again. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm tired. 
are you? How many times? And it's like, I didn't want to say I told you so. And you don't want to hear that again. So you rather go through all that pain and, you know, hurting, strife and all this stuff like that just to prove a point. But you have to take a step back too and say, okay, is this person... Am I just in my feelings? Or is, is there, this yes, is there any validity to validity what they're saying? And I got to be honest and step back and look at the situation holistically and say, if my friend was going through the same thing, would they or I, would I tell them the same thing that somebody's telling me? Is that really a friend? You know, and sometimes, like I said, we want to call them toxic and everything because they're telling you the truth. No, they're telling you the truth because they don't want to see you hurt continually and they see patterns and they know you and they're trying to protect you and love you yes you have to create your own boundaries but sometimes you need someone to see your blind spots you need that other friend trusted friend that must have friend that will come and give you that hard truth when you're trying to just do whatever you want to do and you know it's bad for you see so there's a line that you have to yes you know is there some truth in that? Listen, and and I'm glad you said that. And ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind what we're doing here at on the Sanity Check is making sure you are okay. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? We're not talking about other people because you can't control those folks. Stay out their business. You understand? Stay out there. Stop looking for the bones in their closet. All right, we're pulling out yours. You feel me? So the deal is. If you have someone that is talking to you and trying to tell you, hey, what's going on, just because you don't like it don't mean they wrong. Listen, hold on. Watch this. Hey, wait, wait. Go back, Candace. What Candace was saying? Uh, what did she say? No, she said, can you talk to Yes. Hey, and listen, and that's what we're trying to do. Essentially, that's just what the sanity check is about. But watch this, ladies and gentlemen. You might be an alcoholic. You just might be, and I'm not, this isn't a, uh, not making light out of it, but you have individuals that truly love you. And if they see you spiraling down a path that's not beneficial, you don't want to hear it? Come on now. So they don't want to see what, where you're going, where you're heading. They're trying to either uh, uh, prevent it Right. And they're trying to negate a situation from happening. Don't say they are toxic because the truth that they're giving you don't taste good. Listen, y'all ever heard of Father John's? It's like cough syrup. You ever heard? You ever heard of that? The most nastiest thing. It was so bad. My grandmother, listen, my grandmother had to give me, she gave me some of that boot. And then I had to chase it with orange juice. You understand what I'm saying? It was so out of line, so nasty. But I tell you what, whatever type of elements I had was gone you know what i probably had i probably had coronavirus in the 80s and didn't know it and watch this father john's knocked it out but what i'm saying is those individuals that love you are going to give you are going to give you that truth they need to give you that type of medicine because they see where you are headed if not emotionally physically right even mentally so there's times when we just want to stay in our own mess and we got those friends that don't want to waddle with us look i ain't gonna sit here and and listen to you talk crazy about yourself or watch you deteriorate in my face because i love you yes now look at those type of friends oh 
See, hopefully, ho- hopefully I struck a nerve with somebody out there, right? Because you probably mad at somebody right now because they told you that whatever mascara you got on don't look right. Look, they trying to save you from embarrassment <laughs> or those long eyelids. Listen, baby, cut them down a little bit. They ain't got to be do. Don't be mad because they <laughs> telling you your eyelashes look like a caterpillar across your face. They trying to help you because they want you to go out there looking right. What about those friends that won't tell you you had a bug in your nose all day? How about the friends that won't tell you but tell everybody, everybody else? Look, hey, well, look, 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 look at that bug in their face. Look, they over there trying to talk to somebody like they know what they're saying, but they got that bug just dangling every time they breathe. It's, you see? You know what I'm talking about. But no, shout out, though, to those individuals. Those individuals that is letting you know. Isn't it in there in the Bible, something like that? Look, when you got something in your eye, you got a plaque or something in your eye, check yours first, right? right. And then let them know. But you, we have to be that type of friend. Not all friends are toxic. What you think about that, Camille? That's true. And James was just saying, sometimes it depends on how they deliver the truth message to you. Is it truly in love or is it a convenient opportunity to just take shots at your character? That's why this topic is paramount. Understanding what friends are and what category. Absolutely. And I would say this too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, the ones that we talk the hardest to are our friends. Yes. Because we expect that they would know that we're saying it in love or we wouldn't be saying it. That's the assumption. Okay, assumption. assumption. Mm -hmm. But when people are dealing with things already and you strike a nerve or you hit that thing, then they are the one that they will take the approach um, more seriously than the message. Yes. And it's like, okay. And so sometimes even me, because after you have a friend that you've gone through so many things before, you'd be like, look, why don't you get it? Like, and then you become passionate about it because you're emotionally attached to the situation. More passionate than them. Yes, more passionate than them because you see it from the outside. Your friend is going through this and you're like, I've been trying to tell you this for years. Like, when are you going to get it? You know, and so it comes out harsh, but truth is truth. And truth don't always taste good. Mm-hmm. And no matter what the delivery is, sometimes it just doesn't taste good. Mm-hmm. You can go in there and say something to people with the, the softest attitude, the, you know, whatever, you know, come in there and say it. But if those words hit, strike a, a nerve, doesn't matter how you say it. I've learned that too. So sometimes I had to evaluate me because our perception is our reality for the individual, but our perception is often based on how we're feeling. That's right. We will receive a message, you know, as somebody who's given us an attitude, this, this, and this, and that, because we're already dealing with and toiling with, we have this inner conflict that is putting us on heightened emotions all the time. And we'll lash out at somebody that didn't lash out at us. And so we miss it so we have to emotional maturity i think somebody else says we have to understand where our emotions are and then that truth we have to dissect that truth and say well if it's true it's true and at this point how i'm feeling no matter what they say or how they say it to me it's gonna hurt you know you're right you're absolutely right and we have to do that ladies and gentlemen we have to look at ourselves and say what i'm thinking what i want my friend to know Mm-hmm. What is my intent behind this? Seriously, right. do I truly love them? And how do they receive information from me? Because we can receive information different from other individuals because we're different people, right? So mm-hmm. I need to know, hey, Camille, well, I have to know to myself, when I'm talking to, to Camille, I can be Seth. I can be as thorough as I can or just as 
out of line as I can, but she's going to put pick down what I'm putting up. However, there's some individuals that you can't watch this. Watch, watch this. You about to watch it connect. Love languages, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you see how that happened? Love languages. So watch this. If you have an individual that primary love language is words of affirmation, chances are you need to be more cognizant of the things that you say because those words can break that person's spirit yes. and they won't even listen to what you're trying to tell them. Just your tone alone can be so condescending that they say, who did this? Who do you think they are? Boom. And they put up that barrier. Yes. You get what I'm saying? So we have to know who we are talking to and how we're coming across. You know what I'm talking about? What's going on, Manny? He says, you're the first person you see every day. Know thyself. You're absolutely right. You're huh. absolutely right. So we need to know, first of all, what we want this person to know <laughs> from our point of view, because they may be battling with it. And maybe, the, like we said earlier, the timing is impeccable. Maybe this isn't the right time. Then we look at and think about our delivery. Ugh, so I know this is a touchy subject for Camille. Let me talk about it in a roundabout way. Or let's do a sandwich approach. Okay, y'all remember the sandwich? Let's talk about something good or that means absolutely nothing. Hey, look at the weather. Ain't it crazy? This is the bottom line. Bah, 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 bah. But going back to that weather, right? But not necessarily in that way, but bring talk, bring love Talk about the issue and bring it back with love because essentially the res uh, the relationship is more important than the isolated incident. What you think, Camille? I think that's that's true. Again, like Manny said, know yourself. It goes for both sides of the friends. You know, mm -hmm. you have to know how you receive information. You have to know when you're emotionally. Because sometimes I had to go back and say, look. I wasn't there emotionally and I probably reacted, you know, I know you didn't mean any harm. I probably reacted more harshly because I was going through some things. So I had to go back and apologize as well um, to the other person because I knew that they were telling me something in love, mm -hmm. you know, in trying to, um, forewarn me or give me some advice or whatever that I wasn't ready to receive at the moment. I heard it mm -hmm. you know, and it's sad. And then afterwards when I calmed down, I was like, Oh, I probably could have, reacted a little bit differently mm -hmm. you know what I mean so I didn't uh, put a wedge in that relationship but I've learned to apologize um with sincerity apologize with sincerity so that I don't because you know some people are like well I'm just sorry I'm just sorry I'm and everything is just kind of throw, throw it out I'm just sorry I'm just sorry and then you're like you're not even really sorry no you're not yeah so, yeah so I've learned not to <laughs> apologize if I don't mean it you know what I mean or apologize with sincerity when I need to but with that being said um you know all of that stuff is you have to know yourself and your delivery you also have to know how you receive messages timing is important that sandwich approach especially when you're dealing with people friends when comes to money when it comes to relationships when it comes to health things like that and you're trying to tell them something that they need to know it's hard to talk about that stuff you know that well, what you work care about what i'm doing with my money well because next week you're gonna borrow mine because you've blown yours and so i'm trying to give you some advice to help you stretch that through the next look hold on you know what that you, you know that just struck me listen <laughs> look don't you i'm gonna tell you something about my money you understand? Now, listen, I'm not. A, some people may call me frugal. You understand? Whatever. Mind your business. The thing is, I have a certain lifestyle that I love. So that means I have to be cognizant of how much I give. So I'm going to give you some low key uh, financial advice. Hey, 
right. Try this first. Wait, watch this. Try Jesus right first before you try me. Don't don't try me like that because of where I put my standards. My standards may be mine. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to let you know about mine. And you may learn something. You get absolutely. what I'm saying? You're absolutely right. That is beautiful. Absolutely. But it, and it, it's the same thing with a lot of things. You know, like I said, finances is one thing. Health is another thing. You know, um, where you're you're putting your energy relationship, you can see toxic relationships. And you're like, oh, I don't want to get in people's business. But like, you know, there was a couple of my friends that um, I, I don't tell people to get divorced. I don't do anything like that. But I had to tell them. I don't want to see you on the front page of a newspaper. See, like I snapping. Don't don't. Yeah, dangerous for you. This is dangerous, and I see it continually getting worse. How do you have those hard conversations? Mm. You just have to have them. Now I ain't going in there, girl. You gonna keep on shut? No, I'm not wishing any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm asking you to really take like, if this person is gone, what are you really losing? You're gaining your life. You're gaining your sanity. What are you really losing? If you're taking care of everything, you're doing all of these things, you're going out of your way. If they were removed from your life, what would you really lose? Mm, And a lot of times the answer is nothing. Well, I'm doing all this. I'm trying to do this. So why would you continue to put yourself in that situation instead of severing, going through the hurt for a few months, years, whatever it is, and then living a happy life for the rest of your life or being able to choose a happier situation. Why would you prolong that? I did it enough. And I, you know, for me, I'm like, look, I did it. And I'm like, mm. so my friend, I see that. And it's usually in dangerous situations. And I'm like, I want you to be happy. I, and I know you're not, I know you're hurting physically, mentally, emotionally, everything. And you should be free to choose your happiness. I love it. it I love that. You know, my, my boy this weekend or this past week, AG boy, he said the same thing. I was talking about a situation that was really bothering me. And he was like, well, man, look, think about all the stuff that you got going on right now. If they were removed out the equation, how much of that stuff will fall? And I said, wait, let me see. Uh, Damn, it it was a reality check. But understand this, ladies and gentlemen, the individual being AG, which is my homie, he had to, he knew me enough and and followed me for so long. We've been friends since Afghanistan, right? So he knows how I operate. And so he needed to be that friend to bring down that blinder to say, hold on now, you putting a lot of emotional energy you understand some a lot of social energy into something or someone that has never invested that in you. So why are you investing that in them? Because hate to say it, that is a, I guess a uh, a situation where you will not return any type of dividends. You won't yield any dividends. You understand what I'm There's saying? No return on your investment. You at want all. no return. So what are you losing? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. What are you losing? And then when you realize, wait. And so look, when you finally get that epiphany, you're like, hold on. What am I looking right? <laughs> you know, some of them you end up holding on to a whole lot more money, happiness, all this kind of stuff. You're like, I was shelling out all this, and you know, after that, you be like, Rick James, I'm rich, <laughs> right? Right? Like, because you have shelled out so much. I'm a thousandaire. Look, <laughs> like, I say that all the time. <laughs> I 
I'm a thousand there. Watch me. Well, hey, I'm a, wa watch me make it drizzle. Just for me to That's it. I can't make it rain. Look, hey, you know what? I'm so out of line. I'll make it rain for two seconds and pick up the change. Can you dig it? Look, it's mine. It was just a little mess coming from me. That's a little, a little, little bit conversation. <laughs> yeah. No, but for real though, you know, you'd be like, man, and then you have time to to invest in other things and you feel a weight off of your shoulders yes. and you're so much lighter and happier. You're just like, why am I over here just walking, smiling? I used to be like that when I had broke off some things in my life. People like, you always just be smiling. You just be walking down the street smiling. I was like, because I'm genuinely happy. I felt such a relief and such a lightness and a, such a joy when I had to let a specific toxic friend go um, that I was just, I didn't even realize how much that was weighing on me and that it physically showed in my face when I was just doing nothing. You know what I mean? And it was like, I just, I didn't want the drama no more only calling me when it was about drama, always bad things. And I have to look at the phone and be like, do I have the energy for this? Hey, and the, yeah, and that's the deal. Watch this. Your phone is for your convenience. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you're picking this up, but when you let go of toxic individuals, it's like getting a, a, a cleansing and colon cleansing. Yeah, I said it. Because see, check this out. You may be holding on to things for years, those individuals. And once you cleanse yourself, you will feel like you have lost weight. You're like, wait a minute. Hold on. Why? Because you ain't holding on to that mess no more. You feel yeah. me? So and that you, mess is really toxic to your system. Yes. You know, yeah, oh, I know I shouldn't say this, but say usually, it. usually it's you talking crazy, Seth. But you know, like when you got to go and you can't go and it, it makes you just sick, you get headaches, oh. your stomach hurts. I would everything. have never said that. <laughs> no, but it's, it's the truth. It's the truth about toxic. It's the truth, yeah. In yeah. your system, period. And mm -hmm. that's as well mm -hmm. you headaches behind that your your spirit is constantly in in conflict you know your stomach it causes you to, your stomach to actually hurt mm -hmm. you have anxiety you have all of these issues and you're like what is this and when you cleanse yourself from that stuff you break off those toxic relationships you sever or create distance from those people that are not adding value to your life now everybody ain't gonna add value all the time you yeah. know, that, you know that's that's one of those things that you have to uh, to gauge but people that are not adding value to your life that are constantly taking and not giving back to you, not feeling there's no exchange of energy, positive energy or encouragement or support or whatever the case may be. When you cut those off and you allow room for other people to come in and do that. Oh my goodness. It is like that. Clint. It is you feel so much better. Yes, so you do. And your head is so much clearer. clear. Yes. And your energy is so much better better Look. it's just completely different vibes check that, this out that yes check this out look at manny and this is I, i'm glad this i really really appreciate this says that's the problem we're having with society right now structural and indirect racism that excludes us to invest oh uh, you know uh, yes in other uh, each other right let them go you know what that's the deal ladies and gentlemen we need to watch out for those individuals and their narratives that we don't agree with. Yes. You understand? We have to watch out for those individuals. We have to because it's like, hey, that, that's not that's not it. That's not where I'm going. Because you have individuals that will hold on to 
their past and yes. include you in it as though, A, like you were there, and B, like you feel the same way. If you don't set those boundaries, you will, you will subconsciously feel that way. And then when, but deep down inside, your whole, your whole being is like, wait a minute, that's not you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're not that angry. Look, at, listen to the individuals that you're talking to and be very, very cognizant of the conversations. Sometimes your friends are trying to sway your point of view based yes. off of something that they believe and not necessarily you. That is dangerous, y'all. That's dangerous. Camille, what you think? I mean, I think you said it. That's that's the truth. So you have to be very, and that takes, I said it before a long time ago, you know, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about thinking. And it's thinking about why we have certain people in our lives, why we react, react to them certain ways, you know, what they're adding or taking away, what the real situation is you know we have those friends that are just there we just kind of don't know or whatever but it's like we don't think about those important things and then when we stop and we do take stock of it and we really really are honest with ourselves and our emotions and i'm you know a lot of times we try to justify those things away you know we like oh no that's just it no if you're feeling it it's real it's real. And you have to trust your gut instinct when it comes to people like that and people that are, you know, good for you and somebody else, you know, just because they were a bad friend to somebody else doesn't mean they're not a good friend to you. So you have to really be able to determine for yourself and make those decisions for yourself and to really evaluate how you feel around people. You know, what, what, what the energy is like, what the creativity, when you get around a lot of good people, creative people, ideas flow oh like. my god right so you know you're in a good space when it comes there but those other ones where you walk away and it's second guessing and doing all this and you are like okay i gotta take stock you know mm -hmm. what i mean so we need to spend more time thinking about the people that we surround ourselves with again everything is not going to be everybody's going to be positive all the time and people are always going to be give, that that's not it but if overall they're taking away more than they're putting into your life positively then you might want to reevaluate some things. You might want to accept and acknowledge the toxic people in your life, cut them off, you know? And so just thinking about all of those things from a real honest perspective, being honest with yourself, I think will help us a lot along the way. Hell yeah, it will. You have to have friends out of convenience just because it's convenient to have them around, especially if they're not adding anything. You know, just uh, no, I'll find some convenient friends of convenience that are actually doing something. Yes. Actually, in the, you know, going on the same direction that I'm going in, mm -hmm. that are actually, um, you know, somebody that I want to not be like. But, you know, that aspire to to be at the level that they're at. Yes. Lane, you know what I mean? That they're causing me to think differently and at a higher level and all these types of things. You know, and those are the people that I now want. I don't have time for all those. Yes, yes. Keep creating distance and space. I can love them from afar. I can, you know, check in every now and then. How are you doing? But it's not, I'm not investing right. that much time and energy into a relationship. That and that's the key. Anymore. That's the key. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about 
toxic friends and how to love them from a distance okay especially now we have so many things going on with the social unrest and it, it, look you you got your your own unrest probably going on in your house right now you understand what i'm saying but this is what we're talking about how do we stay on the up and up and if you are interested in giving us a call a comment and telling us how you had to maneuver Give us a call, right? You can call right now. The number's at the bottom, 618-792-6747. I love to say this. The lines are open right on. But (laughs) the lines are open. Yeah, so y'all can give a call. We'd love to hear from you. But again, we're talking about your... your energy and also your friends. But before we get uh, too farther in there, I want to say a very, very shout out and howdy do to some orange earrings. Camille, what's going on with those earrings? Love these earrings. You can find them. Holly's, I mean, uh, Zoe's Bling Boutique is ZBB. Um, (laughs) What's going on with your phone? That was my father. My father is here because he's here for my retirement. Oh, okay. (laughs) Back to this commercial. They don't know know that you live. They don't know you working. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Go ahead. So anyway, if you like the jewelry that I wear, um, I get my jewelry from the Jewelry Queen. Her name is Holly Williamson. You can find her at zoesbb at gmail.com or www.paparazziacc. You can find her on Facebook at Zoe's Bling Boutique. And I'm telling y'all, she always has the new, new and the hot, hot. She gets the stuff that most people cannot. So uh, holla at her, Holly, Holly Williamson. And um, every, every day I come on here, every Saturday, um, I'm wearing some jewelry that I bought from her. So. Thanks, Holly. Right on, right on. Shout out to her. And listen, if y'all like this pumpkin polo, I'm going to need y'all to have to go to Macy's or somewhere else, okay? <laughs> look, look, we, we don't got that type of energy for us brothers, all right? Not yet, not yet. You know, we, 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 we're getting there. We're getting there. We are getting there. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about this toxic friendships and how to deal with it. And again, if you don't know, uh, you can give us a call. The number is below and you can call right now up. Oh, someone tried to call and hung up. Maybe they had bad connection. But uh, okay. yeah, but yeah, yeah. Call back. Call back. It's all good. It's all good. So and here let me say this to mm-hmm. success, talking about toxic friends. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been had these friends that, you know, you you thought that they were your friends. But when something came up, they would never defend you. Mm hmm. They would never stand up for you or say what the truth is because it seemed like they were more interested in themselves than than you or telling the truth about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be careful about those kind of friends too. Yes, if you find somebody that's never going to stand up for you, never defend you, even when they know you're right. You might want to reevaluate that one too. You might put them in the just friend category because what we do know is we real friend my real friends will stand up for me if somebody's saying something out of pocket out of line or whatever they come back and they'll tell me to and i said oh no not that one oh i'm gonna go tell them right now i'm gonna ask it oh no 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 i was just oh no 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 you said it you put it out there i know it not to be true you know so, yeah let me hear it from the horse's mouth and so i've had that happen to me several times but then there are those people too that they just want to hear the gossip they just want to be in the background. They will never defend you. They will not say that that's not true, you know, because whether it's their level of uncomfort or that they're just trying to see, you know, hear, hear the juicy, juicy or whatever, or that they don't even care to defend you because you may not be as close to them as you think 
you should be or are to you. So you have to be careful about those kind of friends. And I just want to say that because there are times where you expect I was in a a place where there was some stuff going on and the people that were closest that I had just done everything for that I expected to stand up for me. Didn't. You know what? I was in that situation before. But this is how I handle it. I'm, of course, I got a few screws <laughs> loose, right? And but um, what I did was when an individual came to me and, and a person that I thought was my friend at the time said, "Hey, so and so is saying this about you. So and so is saying this about you." So my response was, "Okay, what did you say?" In uh-huh. response to it. You dig? Because watch this. Why would that individual feel so comfortable to talk to you knowing that we're friends? Air quotes, if those of you that's on the uh, podcast that can't hear or see, if someone was so comfortable to, to talk about me to you, something had to happen or something didn't happen to the point where they felt comfortable. You feel me? And then... Now, I watch this. The buck stop here because I'm not comfortable with you even telling me right now. So now I have to reevaluate the whole friendship. Can you dig it? Because you had the audacity to tell me what someone said out of line about me in your presence, friend. Well, let me say this too, Seth, because I, like I said, I always have a little fly on the wall. I call them um, cinder block conversations. Mm-hmm. There were some people that were in my life, right? People didn't know the relationship between me and that person. Oh, no, I get you. You know, and so they would be in those those spots and not say anything, but they would come back and be like, Camille, let me tell you now, you need to watch out. Camille, this is what was said. You need to watch out. I preferred it for certain people that way. Mm-hmm. Because I was privy to information that I never would have heard otherwise. Mm-hmm. But those person wasn't my my my. I wouldn't say my must friends, but they were trust friends. That's what I'm saying. So I'm talking about a person that I thought was a must friend. You right. see? So you have to know how to categorize mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or who you would allow to talk to or whatever, you know, and then the, the ones that you wouldn't. But absolutely, there are some of the, like I said, my friends would be like, oh, no, uh-uh, this is what they said. Come here, you know, and those are my must friends, and mm-hmm. I know. But I had those people that would come in there, and they would be like, this is what is being said. And we would have these cinder block wall conversations. It was literally behind the cinder block uh, wall. <laughs> Yeah. The trash cans are, mm-hmm. and they went straight to me. Meet me in my office. That was our office. You know what I mean. And so it was good to have an inside source, someone I could trust that they weren't going to say anything in there because then the information flow would stop, and it it allowed me to to be able to um, defend or if somebody I already knew, so I was able to prepare for some of the things that was coming and be like, oh no, and here are the facts. See. You know, you're not coming out here trying to you know catch me off my game or nothing. So I did have to to take that because I did have that approach with them at first because everybody was lumped in the same. I'm like, okay, if you're just my friend. But then I was like, er, nope, Mm-mm. there are some people it's, that I need. It's levels. There's levels mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, so it's levels. Sure classify so we don't, um, you know, and I'm talking, I'm talking about you, but this is a learning for all of us. Mm-hmm. Classify where they are and who I'm going to allow to be in those rooms to hear those things come back to me. Oh, that I yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. I don't got to say nothing because they come to me. And that's the deal. So that's what I'm saying. So this was like 10 years ago when I had to learn. And and again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're here today, you're still in the space 
an opportunity to learn. All right. And I like what Janae says. She yes. says, especially when they say they said nobody's ever named their child. They, you see what I'm saying? Watch this. You might've been part of that. They friend, you feel what I'm saying? So look, don't act funny style, but here's one more that I want to bring up before we wrap it is, and again, we're talking about toxic friendship. Now you may have that person that you may have considered a friend, maybe still, if you're doing something or you want to do something, they always are able to tell you how to do something they ain't never did before. Right? And watch this. Not only have they never done it, they've never seen it done in directly. You understand? Yeah. So you you have to be careful of where you pick up advice. You see what I'm saying? Some friends don't have the best advice. They're they're look, they're they're different type of friends. But if they're trying to guide you in a direction that they have not yet walked or watch this, may not even be passionate in doing it, but they want to tell you what to avoid. How in the hell you go tell me what to avoid or what pitfall watch this, what pitfalls to avoid and you don't have not near another scar saying that you didn't fail. Because I'm the type of friend that's that's coming up to you like this. All right, now look, I see where you're going, but you see this on my arm? This happened because this happened. If yes. that makes sense. However, I'm not going to be like, yo, you don't want to do that. Oh, really? What happened when you did it? Well, I didn't do it, but I'm just saying, you know, it can happen. If you don't get your ass off my face, you know what I'm saying? Give me proof. Give me substance. Don't give me your emotions and just right. trying to scare me. So there's individuals we know. OK, you may know them or may not know them, but I'm sure we know they will talk someone out of their dreams because they are afraid to dream it, right? I was just about to say Come that. on they, now, fear their fears on other people. Come on now, I had people <laughs> listen. I had people try to talk me out of coming in the military when I thought about it. They said, "Oh man, you ain't gonna do that. You gonna go to war?" Boo 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 boo. Listen, <clears throat> those same individuals that tried to talk me out of them. Let's say five, five of them tried to. <laughs> All five tried to come in afterwards, but only one came in and was able to do it. And this is my best friend. And look, we was young then or whatever, but my best friend, he's getting ready to retire, ladies and gentlemen, next year. You get what I'm saying? But you got folks that ain't never, don't know nothing about nothing, right? Listen, we still got the same little view of uh, of our intelligence in the, 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 the circumference of Detroit. You understand? So how many people, east side of Detroit, now shout out to my hometown, but when you don't have anyone that has been where you want to go, Individuals going to try to throw all types of free throws at your dreams. You get what I'm saying? Or try to try to talk you out of making the shot or even trying to make a shot. And they haven't even attempted. Never don't even know what the ball feel like. If you understand what I'm saying. Absolutely. We talked about that with parenting, too, huh? 
<laughs> Lord. We pose our fears on those closest to us, you know, talk them out of doing it. But again, like I said, sometimes every idea isn't for you. You know, if if Einstein was talked out of, you know, doing a thousand things or Edison, yep. if he say, you know what, I don't care if I, I fail 10,000 times, I'm going to do 10,001 against what everybody was saying, we would still have oil lanterns to this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just things like that. So we have to really, really, um, again, we have to trust ourselves and we have to start teaching our young people to trust yourselves, trust your instinct. When you have something, now there are some things that are dangerous and yes. we want to warn against that. Yes. You know what I mean? You don't put all of your eggs in a basket and don't have nothing for tomorrow. Absolutely. But, but you know what I'm saying? For the most part, we impose a lot of our own fears, you know, and sometimes it's stuff that we wanted to do, but we were so afraid to do it. So we talk people out of it. And that's our pride. Yes. That's our pride because we don't want to let them know, hey, I was really scared to do it. So that's why I'm saying that. But keep in mind, you might what I would take advice from somebody that's broke and someone that got money. But I have to understand the conversation because if the individual that's broke can tell me, hey, this is how (laughs) I like, look, this is how I hit bottom. And unfortunately, I'm still there. Okay, but if they have that type of proof and then the individuals that have the money or or is in a situation that I want to be in. So I have to look at that and we all have to, but keep in mind those individuals that's never been down the the road that you want to go down trying to give you directions. What are you doing? Hold on. Now it could be support, (laughs) give you direction. Oh girl, go ahead and go for it. You can support, but don't don't try to give me a map quest of, wait, and look, and look, that's still the same thing. That's still a thing, right? Look, you go to map quest, right? And you can print out the directions, tell you go left over here, go how you gonna tell me to yeah, do this and you ain't never you don't even know where north is from right now from right. where you at hey <laughs> from where you at right now you can't even point to where north is and you trying to give me direction absolutely lord absolutely. let me calm down you know what this coffee look how big this cup is okay look all the way turned up but I, but ladies and gentlemen we're talking about toxic <laughs> friends we need to watch out for those individuals that try to give us information or suggestions watch this and advice that they have never taken themselves mm. all the time all the time mm. dang well go ahead Camille you got anything that you want to uh, <laughs> let yeah. us know about well I was just going to say as we were doing all of this and this is part two. Um, if you guys didn't look at part one, I encourage you to go back and do that. But as we were doing some research and stuff like that, I was really, really looking at all the different songs that there's so many you can't even uh, name. Oh, and that's why I put that one up. I'm sorry. Hey, I got friends in low places. And look, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But listen, don't, don't go low with them. <laughs> Wave no. at them. <laughs> Where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases the hey, yeah. uh, We all gonna be down here for a while. <laughs> but I was just looking, and I encourage you guys to go back and listen to some of the lyrics of these songs. So I'm just gonna read a quick uh, a list of a few that I found, just because I was listening to the different dynamics of friend groups or friends in in songs. So one of friends, how many of us have them? Houdini, which is what this was um, named after. Uh, what about your friends? TLC. You've got a friend in me. Thank you for being a friend, Andrew Gold. Uh, just a friend, Bismarcky. That's what friends are for. Dionne Warwick, Gladys Knight, Stevie Wonder, Lean on Me by Bill
Bill Withers. Um, friends in low places, Garth Brooks, we don't want to go there. I'll be there, Jackson 5, Fairweather Friends, Johnny Gill, um, Rumors, Club Nouveau. You remember Rumors? Oh, yeah. Right. You want to stay away from them toxic type yeah. friends. Um, no New Friends, that was Drake, mm-hmm. you know. Callie, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, um, True Colors by Cindy Lauper, um, Count on Me, uh, for Waiting to Excel, you know, Whitney uh, Houston, CC Winans. But there's uh, so many lists of songs that deal with friends, different types of friends. And as I was going through this and looking at the different classifications and stuff, you can see that really um, uh, shown in the lyrics of all of these different types of and songs. And dynamics, yes. Um, dynamics all of these different genres and it talks about friends so much i cannot even list hold on watch out i got one and ladies Hmm. and gentlemen y'all might want to uh listen but stay clear of this lovers and friends by little john and usher okay listen sometimes you don't want to mix the two right lovers and friends no 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 all right look don't cross that street you understand? <laughs> Don't cross that. That that's not the type of friend you 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 need in your life. Okay, so that's another song. Put that on your iPod. Listen to it two times. You understand? Yeah. But no, you're but right. Friends run our lives, right? This yeah. is this is what it is. It's an exchange of friendship all the way through our lives. So it's just very um, interesting to see all of that, that the dynamics and how people's stories have translated into these songs and what they've created. Some of the best greatest friend songs in the world you know to this day um there's so many from the beatles from the rolling stones you name it and um so y'all should just go and look up some songs about friends and look at the um the lyrics and kind of see how those those friendships played out into creating these masterpieces absolutely in terms of friendship Absolutely. and so uh, you got good friends you're blessed like i said yesterday toxic friends we have to reevaluate be very honest with ourselves and sometimes we just have to let them go because what are you really losing if that's you right you, absolutely you gain a whole lot Probably not losing much. Absolutely. So look, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank y'all for being a part of the Sanity Check. We will be back next Saturday, same time, 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock for y'all on the East, right? And what is it, 8 or no, it ain't 8, yeah, 8, 7 or whatever, 7 o'clock over there. Hey, no matter what, you either get it when you get it or you're going to get it later. Oh, watch this. Jesus is a friend of mine. And guess what? He's on the main line. Tell him what you want. Y'all, I only know a couple of them. But anyway. Oh, my goodness. Y'all is a mess. Well, listen, we're going to talk to y'all soon. We love you. We love you. We love you. Please share this, comment, and subscribe to the Sanity Check 2Ks in the S. Right on. Talk to you later. Right on.